Hello and welcome to Health Matters on Channels Television. Thanks for joining us. I am Mary Alale Yusuf. Approximately 1.1 million new cancer cases occur each year in Africa, and that's according to WHO, with about 700,000 deaths. The World Health Organization says the mortality rate is set to increase to almost a million by 2030 without urgent and bold interventions. Cervical cancer is the fourth most common cancer in women. In 2018, an estimated 570,000 women were diagnosed with it worldwide, and about 311,000 women died from the disease. Vaccination remains low in Africa at 21% coverage. About 99% of cervical cancer cases are linked to infection with high-risk human papilloma viruses, or HPV, an extremely common virus transmitted through sexual contact. When diagnosed, cervical cancer, happily, is one of the most successfully treatable forms of cancer. My guest is a consultant radiation oncologist at the NSIA Luth Cancer Center in Idiaraba, Dr. Eben Adikwiton. You're welcome to the show, sir. Good afternoon. Welcome. Let's, um, let me first ask, are there symptoms to cervical cancer in the early stages? Okay. Is it something that somebody can feel or see and quickly react? Okay. Um, there are no symptoms in the early stages of cancer. Because cancer, um, we all know, it's, um, it's a malignant disease condition and follows a process. Now, when it's in, a, in its non-invasive state, there will be no symptoms. It's only when it has breached the basement membrane, what we call an invasive stage of the disease, that there are symptoms. Now, for cervical cancer, as you've asked, um, when cervical cancer is in the in-situ stage of its disease progress... That's, it hasn't started to spread. No, it hasn't even breached the basement membrane. Okay. It hasn't breached the point where it can begin to show symptoms. Okay. That's what we call the in-situ stage. There are three stages in the in-situ stage before, you have, before it begins to manifest clinically and the woman knows that, okay, there is something wrong with her. And the way it occurs, it, it heralds the symptoms by abnormal vaginal bleeds, okay. which could occur intermenstrual flows, that is when the woman has finished the regular monthly period and before she expects the next period, she's got a flow. Okay. Or what we call post-coital bleeds. Okay. Now, after being intimate, after being intimate with a partner, a then she discovers that she's either spotting or bleeding. Now, 99.7% of complaints come present that way. Another common way which they present is when you have watery vaginal discharges. It's watery, it's non-smelling at the initial stages. But as the disease progresses, you now begin to have a foul odor from the watery vaginal. At this stage, it's already quite serious. Yes, it is. But can it still be handled? Yes, it can be handled. Okay, so let's go back a bit to the point where a woman doesn't even know she has it. It's in situ, as you call it. Yeah. And um, let's say she goes for a screen. Can the doctor detect it? Now, our, our trust 
in cervical cancer management, it's in its prevention and screening. Now, it's cheaper to manage cancers when you prevent and you screen. There are national programs, and that's what ACON, the Association of Radiation Oncologists of Nigeria, that's what we're pushing for, that there be a national program on immunization and screening. It's far cheaper that way in managing it than when the person comes down with the disease. Now, assuming someone age of, being, between the age of 21 to 29, that's when it's recommended that you can start the cervical cancer screening. So you screen and um, there's a positive result. Now, there are no symptoms at that stage, okay. but it's just a positive result, either through the pap smear or the HPV DNA testing. Now, you go to your doctor with this positive result. Your doctor runs a series of investigations for you, and he now takes a decision at that point. Now, at that point, it's curable. Okay. Right. It's curable at that point when you pick the early stages of the disease. When you say curable, exactly what is going to be done? Now, As surgery. 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 It's going to be nipped off. Yes, it's going to be nipped off. There are, let me not bore you with the various surgical mm -hmm. procedures and the terminologies that are used. I know that, that there's cryotherapy. There's Sometimes cryotherapy, it's frozen, right? Frozen. There are frozen therapy. There are thermal therapy. There is conization. Conization is taking out that segment, right, that is malignancy, that's beginning to show the pre-malignant signs on, on, um, on high-tech imaging. Right, you see that the, the 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 images are different, right, from the normal surrounding tissues. So colonization just goes and takes up picks that, out that segment. Yeah, picks out that at that segment. point, is it a done deal? Is it done Finished. deal? At that point, now we have hysterectomy, where people are, can remove their wounds. Hysterectomy. So now, does that involve the cervix? Yes. When you do a, hyster a yes. hysterectomy, yes. the it, cervix goes yes. too. The cervix goes too. Okay. Particularly when you do a total. But that's a lot. The whole womb yeah. taking out. Well, it's a lot. But if you look at the risk of the person coming down with the disease and the womb being taken off, then you know that it's better. Now, it's not straight jacket for everybody to go do a hysterectomy. You know, you know to look at the the history of the woman, if she's got children, yes. if she still desires to have more children. You know, so those are the things you look at before you decide, okay, which procedure to do. Another procedure that's very common is a trachelectomy. Now, that is, all these, all these procedures are surgical procedures that you can remove the diseased part of it. And the woman does very well with all these um, surgical procedures. Okay, now all these complicated things that you have said, are they what uh, WHO calls the elimination strategy? What, what is this elimination strategy of WHO and do we have it in Nigeria? Well, we, the focus that the WHO is talking about is prevention. Okay, prevent, which is the best really. Which is the best really. So it starts by a female child or a male child between the ages of nine to 12, get them vaccinated. That's what I was saying earlier, that we need to push. Thank God for uh, First Ladies of, um, of Niger, Kebi, Ondo State, and Lagos State, who are pushing First Ladies Against Cancer Program. These are all private initiatives. We need government to come in with a national policy to have children between, age, between the ages of 9 and 13 immunized. When these children are immunized, now, let's take a scenario. Um, a First Lady comes and decides, okay, Children within that age in all state secondary schools are immunized. 
and she does that program for the next eight years, assuming her husband has an, a two-year tenure in governance. Now, you've solved the problem for the next 20 years. Wow. Yeah, because these children have been immunized. The, 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 the immunization gives a protection of over 70% protection against the, the disease. Cancer. It, Let's backtrack a bit. Uh, what do the boys have to do with this? Because you said vaccinate the boys and the girls. Yes. Now, we're discussing cervical cancer, which is a disease, is a gynecological... It's a woman yeah, disease. It's a, yeah. a woman disease. However, the infective agent that causes cervical cancer, the HPV, right, affects both the males and the females. But in the our, males don't have any disease by it. No, not cervical cancer in the males. Okay. Anal cancer oh. affects both males and females. By the same HPV? By the same HPV. Uh, there are some head and neck cancers. Oral cavity cancers affects both males and females. Genital warts affect both males and females. It's a and, terrible virus. Yes, it is. And uh, it may interest you to know that... Um, Males that are not circumcised carry this virus. So that the males who are not circumcised carry this virus and I mean studies have found out. So when you have male circumcision, it's a form of prevention, right? It reduces the the, the possibility of this virus being carried, right? So it the virus affects both males and females. But of course the male doesn't have a service, so it will not manifest as cervical cancer in, in the male, but it will manifest as um, oral cavity cancers. In anal, both males and females, anal cancers, and a lot of uh, uh, head and neck cancers. So, if the HPV vaccine is taken, all these cancers are eliminated. Yes. Now, all the cancers are eliminated. Now, we're talking about prevention. Prevention has to do with counseling, change of lifestyle. Now, when government has come in on the angle of prevention, then the health worker those who are in the, in, the, in the sector, they counsel through the primary health care program, those who have high-risk behavior. Now, this cancer, beautifully enough, is preventable. Beautifully enough, it has vaccine control. But the prevention of this cancer rides on human behavior, behavior human behavior of um, early sexual debut, multiple sexual partners, partners with multiple sexual partners, those who have STDs are more prone to have um, um, cervical cancer than those who have, uh, who have some form of immunocompromised states, either from surgery or from organ transplant, have a higher some potential. Medication. Yeah. Some medication. Some form of, um, of uh, immunosuppressive medication will have an increased chance of having this infection. Is that no, is that nothing like getting some sort of immunity due to exposure to the virus. No, that's what the vaccine does. The vaccine does. When you're vaccinated, it gives you some form of immunity against the virus. However, it's not um, an opportunity for anyone to throw caution, to go wild, to go wild and throw caution <laughs> away, you know, because I have been vaccinated now, I can do and undo because then... Uh, so it, do, can someone get it in spite of the vaccination? Well... Um, when we vaccine, we, we, we try to teach them to have a change of lifestyle. I mean, it's like, um, because I think I'm protected, I go and stand in the express and say, okay, okay, come hit you me. You can't ever say the, never, you know, right? Yeah, you can't say never because um, the, the chances may not be as 
as um, I may not be 100% to someone who doesn't have a vaccine, but would not advise that since you have a vaccine, then you don't play safe with your sexual activities. Okay. All right. So um, this 21% that WHO is talking about, you know, I think that's, that's the African figure. Why is it so low? I, in my own personal um, interactions, I notice that a lot of people don't know anything about this. And then when you mention, uh, you know, take your girls, uh, because this thing about boys is also quite new to Nigerians. Take your girls, have them vaccinated. They're saying, God forbid, that they heard that one person died, some other person had a reaction, blah, blah, blah. Please talk to us about this. No. We need to um, generally have a change of orientation change, we need to have a cultural shift from what we believe and which are not necessarily true, which are not necessarily so. Um, reactions to vaccines are general. They could be mild immunologic reactions to vaccine, but that does not warrant and that does not give an excuse for someone not to take the vaccine when you know you should have the vaccine. Now, disease incidence and prevalence is high in Africa because of this social cultural beliefs and our tendencies to, to hold on to what our traditional beliefs are. And you see that the more we hold on to those traditional beliefs, the more we are affected and that the more the disease has a prevalence in our environment. The morbidity associated with cervical cancer is so deep that um, it, it causes both psychological and physical uh, impairment on those who have to take treatment. And, aside, and those who have to care for them, I guess. Yes, yes. It takes a whole lot of... Uh, Let uh, me pause you there. We need to go on a break, but when we come back, we'll continue. Okay. Please stay with us. We'll come back right after the break. Back, we're talking about cervical cancer, and we are with Dr. Eben Adepiton on Health Matters. You can call 0808-054-2233. If you have questions on the topic, you can also tweet at ctv underscore Mary A. It should be showing on the screen now. And you can send me email, moalale at channelstv.com while we continue with the show. Can adults go for this vaccination? Why is it children you specify? Now, the vaccines are advised before sexual activity begins. Okay. But isn't that to be sure that such a cancer hasn't set in or such a virus is not hanging around? So what adults should do is to screen. Aha. Uh -huh. Is to screen. So the screening starts from the age of 21 to 29, but you could start screening from 25. So the screening, we've talked about the pap smear. 21 to 29? Yeah, age of 21 to 29. Someone older shouldn't screen? You cut me. You cut me short while okay. I was expressing okay, my thoughts. Okay, please thought. go on. So, from 21 to 29, you could begin your screening. The screening okay. is every three years if you've done a pap smear, or every five years if you've done an HPV testing, right? On and now you ask, when do you stop screening? Screening continues to the age of 65. Okay. Right. Now, above 65, now we now determine on how many positive results, negative results you've gotten. So, if you've gotten two negative results in the last 10 years, and the last one was a negative result, you can stop screening. 
Even for those who start screening earlier, when you have two negative results in the last 10 years and the last result is a negative, you could stop screening. That is on the provision that you, your sexual activity is within the confines of a regulated one. Yes. Right? Both yourself and your partner. No surprises. No surprises, no outside playing, you know. So you could stop screening at that time when but you But what have... if somebody wants to have a vaccine and the person is quite old? The person is quite old. Now, the, the studies have shown that it does, the vaccination at that point does not provide extra coverage. Ah. Right? It doesn't. Now, the good thing about the HPV uh, virus is that um, it's a quiet infection. 80 to 85% of adults who are actively sexually engaged have this HPV infection. But um, it takes a process of infection and reinfection and reinfection before the malignant process develops. Starts. Let's quickly take this call from Nenna. She's in Lagos. Hello, Nenna. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your question? Yes, yes my question is this. Thank you. Once the vaccine is taken, um, do you have repeat one like a follow-up another? Is there a one-off vaccine? Great question, Nenna. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. So um, the vaccines have a schedule. Okay. All right. When a child, it could be a two-schedule vaccine for younger children, or when a child is above 15, then it's a three-schedule vaccine. Okay. There's a start dose, there's a dose... Oh, so the earlier you start, the less the vaccines? Yes, the less the vaccines. Okay. So there's a start dose, there's a dose you take between four to eight weeks off the start dose, then the one you have to take within six months. Well, of course, whoever is doing the vaccinating will tell you when your next appointment definitely, is. Definitely. Okay. The, 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 the challenge we have, and that's the clarion call we're making to government, is to make this a national program. We will make this a national program, then at the level of the primary health care services, okay. people could walk in and have vaccines, you know, like the but regular... could they walk in and be tested? Because, you know, you have to be tested before you get the vaccine, right? Well, yes. That way, you have to be tested before you get the vaccine. If you have a, if you, if you, if you've had some degree of sexual activity, okay, you can okay. go for the screen. If there's been no sexual activity, it, it, there's no need to bother. There's no need. You just no take, the vaccine, to, and, take the and vaccine and then come back for and, the next dose. Yeah, come okay, back for great. the next dose. Though, so like your regular immunization card that is given and the schedule. Uh, that you, you've taken the first dose, they give you a date for the second dose, you go and get the second dose, then the last dose, just three doses. But those who are involved in the screening right now are just pockets of private individuals, private centers that are doing the vaccinations and are doing the screening. So this is my question to you. If right now the federal government says, fine, let's start this screening program, let's make it a national thing, do you have the capacity to handle it? The equipment, the doctors, you know, and all that. Now, that's a multifaceted question, and I'll take it this way. Let's quickly take Hillary. Okay. I didn't know Hillary is on the line, and then we, we go back to your question. Hello, Hillary. Hello, oh, how are you? All right, so what's your question? Okay, my question is, what causes this HPV? What are the things one should have watched? What causes HPV? That's a difficult one. HPV is already the virus. Well, how does it come about? HP, HPV is a virus. Probably what he wanted to ask is that what causes cervical cancer? Cervical cancer is caused by the HPV 
virus. And like other viruses, there are, they have these clones okay. of itself. So there's the HPV 16 and 18. They just evolve. And there's the 6, changing. 9, 11, 13. There's the 31, 33. So you could go on and on. Well, you and cannot on. say the origin, really, of a virus, can you? No, I mean, viruses are like, like bacteria, like parasites. They're, they're just, just there. They're just there in our environment. Some are, are natural body partners, then some... Uh, those yes, are it, it seems to me like, you know, maybe this, this HPV, because it's oh, so prevalent, is it like a natural body partner? Like, it's just there with you? Now, if we look at the fact that it's, it's brought on by a contact with someone who's already infected, it could be in the body. And I just told you that it takes about 15 years for an infection to pass through all the stages then someone will come down with the frank clinical features of the disease. Mm. So it could just be there, right? Now, someone who has a high frequency of sexual activity, activity will now have a higher load of this virus in his so system. so then it begins to show. Then it begins to show, begins to, to pass it on. But I just as I said, about 80% of sexually active adults have this virus. Oh, dear. And the virus is, is just there. <laughs> that quiet. is scary. Now, <laughs> well, for those who, you know, who have partners and partners who have partners, they may just have this virus and the virus is there. It's just quiet. It's just quiet, right? Now, it does not mean that the malignant processes that are taking place internally are not taking place. However, it could be, there could be an increase in the rate of the proliferation depending of the, on depending the behavioral on the pattern. sexual behavior of the person. Okay. Now, we were asking about if we have manpower. Capacity, If we yes. have capacity. Yes. And I would thank... The, go the, 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 the government for, for this beautiful initiative uh, of cancer centers that are being started. About, about a week ago, uh, the, the president and the commander-in-chief inaugurated a, a cancer center in Kano. Okay. State-of-the-art cancer center, uh, which was built Like NSIA? Yeah, like NSIA. NSIA is good. Yeah, like uh, NSIA and was built by the Kano state government beautiful cancer center and i mean you could imagine what service that will do now there's another cancer center that's coming up in inugu okay let me just quickly take mrs adimola and then we continue hello ma'am hello what's your question hello, good, afternoon. good afternoon please i want to ask where can we get the vaccine ah great question thank okay. you now um I'm not sure the, government, the, the vaccines are in government hospitals, right? But I know there are private individuals, I mentioned, you that have pockets of private individuals. That means a bit expensive, right? Yes, it's going to be a bit expensive. <laughs> a bit expensive. But what I, tell, what I tell my clients is this. Instead of the Ashoe B and the party on your birthday, <laughs> right, do some investment in your health. Okay. So during your birthday, take yourself out and visit your doctor. Good idea. And run on medical checks on yourself that is your investment that is your birthday gift to yourself, yourself right so you don't have to wait until the process starts before we begin to run Each okay i'm afraid i'm gonna to have to stop you there right. we've run out of time but that was very good thank you so much for coming to the thank show thank you for having me and i have to tell, thank you mrs ademola hillary and nena for calling in and everybody else who was watching have a great day i am mary alale yusuf